Hello, welcome to the Field of Screams podcast. Today we are going to be talking about the movie called Host. Host is a found footage film that was made in 2020. Of course, 2020 was a year everyone was on lockdown, so there's something unique about this movie. It takes place over a Zoom call. A basic synopsis for this film would be that six friends Zoom each other each week to keep in touch during the pandemic. And one day when they decide to Zoom, paranormal stuff or activity starts to happen. It has a pretty simple premise. The director, Rob Savage, he actually got the idea of while he was on a Zoom call, he decided to play a prank on his friends. The prank was that he was actually hearing stuff in his attic in his new house and he was telling his friends about it and they often had the joke that a serial killer was up there. So he decided to, during a Zoom call, he's like, well, I'm going to go check out what that noise is. And all of his friends were joking around. He was recording them. They didn't know. And he took his camera. He grabbed a knife and he was pointing it upstairs in his attic. And then he took a clip from the movie Wreck. The one scene where the little boy in the attic kind of swipes at the camera. It's a big jump scare. He played that. And he he did a good job splicing the footage from when he takes his camera going up to his attic to the shot of the boy swiping in the attic in the movie Wreck. All of his friends jumped. They were scared. And it actually turned into a little viral clip, a little viral video. After his video went viral, Rob decided to gather up with his friends and he proposed to them to create this film to which they would be attacked by a paranormal force. And while they were discussing this film, they kind of explored different tools and techniques they can use in Zoom to create a scary atmosphere. All of the filming was done on cell phones taped to each person's laptop. And they acted out a Zoom call in this film. There was a lot of improv in this movie. Savage would sometimes message or private message an actor or actress telling them that he wanted them to get to a certain spot in a scene. They kind of left notes that way. Savage also had some of the actors or actresses pre-record some scenes. That why... During this Zoom call, if something weird or scary happened, the reactions would be really authentic. Online, it says it took them 12 weeks to make this film from when they created the film, the idea of the film, to the point to where the film ended up on Shudder. In an interview, Savage said that it actually took them two weeks to make the film itself. One week to shoot and one week for production. In the same interview, Savage said that whenever they pitched this movie, they labeled the movie as a Zoom horror movie. And he said he knew it it sounded lame, but they were pretty confident in their little tricks that they found and some scenes they filmed in which they would persuade some producers to invest in this film. So, I mean, during this time, everyone's on lockdown. Films were not being made. The restrictions to film a movie were way too tight. Everything was paused. There was nothing going. But this idea for a film, doing everything via Zoom or via online, allowed them to bypass all of those restrictions. In order for that to happen, Savage had to help the actors and actresses 
kind of produced their own effects when they were filming their scenes. He was sending them fishing wire via mail so that they could do a scene like if something fell off of a shelf. You know, the actor or actress either had someone in their house or they were doing it themselves. And they were just doing little tricks like that to kind of create the illusion that a ghost or demon was in the room with them. Now that we've talked about how they made the film a little bit and a little bit of a background, I bet you're wondering, is this movie a good movie? It has a runtime of 57 minutes. It doesn't even make it an hour. How good could it possibly be? When I actually decided to watch this movie, I had a backup movie just in case because when I saw the runtime, I was like, well, if it's not even an hour, it's probably not too great. I chose some other horror film as a safety backup. Because, I mean, let's face it, when you get to the weekend and you want to end your night with a film or a movie, if it's a bad movie or if it's just a terrible movie, no one likes going to bed at night knowing, well, I just watched a terrible film, night wasted. That was kind of how I felt when I watched the movie Lamageddon. I was kind of excited about the name of that film, but then once I started watching, I was like, oh man, wasted night. The nice thing about this film is the pacing is very good. I think this movie should be viewed more often as movies don't need to be two hours to be really good films. This film does exactly what it needs to do. Hey, we have all we have these characters. Here they are. Here they are as people. You got to know them. Oh, great. Okay, something scary is going to happen. Um, we're going to get a nice little climax here, and boom, let's get out. It does what it needs to do. It's done. When you meet these characters, most of them are very likable people. They are very believable people. There's no big-time fancy actor. Brad Pitt isn't sitting there on a Zoom call. These are kind of just no-name actors and actresses. They are believable. You could maybe relate to them like, Oh, I know a friend like that. Or, Oh, I know a, a dude like that who's kind of goofy. It's mostly a group of girls who are close friends. And then there's a guy named Teddy. And everyone likes Teddy. Teddy's the type of guy, he pops in late every single time. And when he does, you're just kind of like, oh, Teddy! And he'll pop in there, he'll say whatever he needs to say. He might have a drink on him. And then, and then he gets out for some random reason. Or he might just hop off without saying something. Everyone knows a Teddy. So the group of girls, they get on there, they mingle. Teddy pops in, he does his little thing, you you realize who Teddy is, and Teddy pops out, of course. And then the group of girls decide to do a seance through the Zoom call. Most of the girls take the seance seriously. There's a, um, uh, I don't know what you call it, an expert on seances. A lady pops in there who does this all the time. She does a little ritual. And then a girl named Gemma decides to pull shenanigans and grab her neck like she's being choked. And she says that a guy named Jack is in the room who committed suicide in high school. And the lady who does the seance, like, she gets off the Zoom call for some reason and gets interrupted. All the girls are freaking out. And then Gemma starts laughing and was like, you guys, it was a joke. I, I immediately disliked Gemma at this point of the film. I'm the type of person, I'm superstitious. I don't mess around with Ouija boards or do seances. I don't do that stuff. I mean, a lot of people, you know, when it comes to Ouija boards, they're like, oh, it's made by a toy company. It's, it's nothing. It's all, 
an aspect of the mind. It's in your mind. But I mean the way I look at it. Best case scenario, nothing happens and someone's actually moving around the board or someone's playing tricks like Gemma. Worst case scenario, you're haunted by a demon. And in, in what case are you winning? I, I'm just not a fan of it. I don't do it. I stay out of it. I don't care if it's at a party with all my friends. I'll leave. I'm just not participating in that stuff. So then when Gemma does this, all the girls are mad. Understandably so. I mean, e even if you don't believe in the evil spirit side of it, you do have a lady who's like a professional seancer. Whatever you want to call that. I mean, that's kind of disrespectful to do that to her, if anything. If there's a reason to get mad at all. I mean, you're just kind of, you're being dumb here. We're trying to do something cool, and you're you're ruining it, Gemma. And she does ruin it. I mean, she causes this evil demon to uh, attack all of them. So, thanks, Gemma. The rest of this film is just the girls one by one getting haunted and eventually killed. I mean, hopefully, if you've seen this, if you're listening to it, if you haven't seen it, I still suggest watching it, even though I kind of spoiled it. But man, it's a great movie. It is fantastic for just what it is. There's heavy inspiration from Unfriended, Paranormal Activity, Blair Witch Project. The scenes are very suspenseful. They don't pull a cobweb and just make like an evil monster come out and just devour everyone in the span of two minutes. Like, it is a very suspenseful movie, but the scares are very heavy as well. And when I say the scares are heavy, like, they do a good job of balancing. Like, there's very subtle scares. There's things that go on in the background, and then all of a sudden, boom, someone will get dragged. Or, boom, a chair will go flying and hit one of the characters. It's awesome. I, I, I liked it. There's some movies that go a little over the top. They start having, like, Characters like crawling on ceilings and just very unrealistic horror. Which if you don't believe in ghosts or demons, like, you might say it's all not realistic. But I think there's a line to where you can cross to where having an object fly across the room might be a little bit more believable than someone crawling on the ceiling or the walls and talking like Satan. There's one scare that... I think is above all the rest. It's because during during the scene, there's a character who's like going around their house and things are happening, but you're like, oh, they might still live. I don't know. And they like turn a corner real sharply, and you're kind of like, oh, and then nothing happens. And then they turn a corner sharply again, and nothing happens. And then like finally, they reach this point. I think I think it's on the stairs and. Like, something happens, but it's not that big, and you're like, alright, you know, that was the payoff. But and then, all of a sudden, a huge payoff happens. And I was watching this with a friend who jumps pretty easy at scary movies. And when this scene happened, he about fell off the couch. It, it was great. It was a great time watching this movie. Another cool thing is each character's death is kind of foreshadowed in a way earlier in the film. Just those little Easter eggs, if you catch it, you're like, oh, then, you know, they kind of hinted at that. That was kind of cool. It, this movie, like, literally does not waste a minute. It's 57 minutes, exactly what you need, and it is great. Once Savage made this film, he actually was awarded a three-picture deal by the studio. Um, one of them is a movie called Dashcam. And then another movie he made was the recent... Uh, I think it's The Boogeyman. 
I haven't seen the boogeyman, but I have seen dash cam. And dash cam is unique to say the least. I don't want to go too much into it. That could be a future episode. But man, it's so different from this film, The Host. And I don't think it's in a good way. But that's for another day, though. Well, that's been my review on the movie The Host. Again, really great film. Very scary. It does what it needs to do. It's very short. If you don't have much time late one night and you want to get scared, this would be a good movie for you. Feel free to hit the like button and subscribe if you enjoyed listening to this. That's always greatly appreciated. It helps the channel. And until next time.